Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. Good morning to you. My favorite hour each week, as you well know by now, hopefully. If you're new to the show, I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. This is the Inside Track on Health. It's what works. If you'll just do it, please, and not be susceptible to all the scams. Too often, we make whole volumes out of things that are not true. We live in delusion. Classic for this is fibromyalgia. There's a word you may have heard. It's been around about 40 years or so. I remember years ago in New York, my mom was one of the first ones to hear that she had it. It was a big word for nothing. We haven't fixed it. We don't understand it. We use it. It's a trash can of a diagnosis, and you've probably gotten it at one time or another. I'm doing the show because in the last month I've had a couple come my way, a couple of people, years of it. And if you don't have perspective on fibromyalgia, you can't, you don't have a chance. The first thing you don't understand, it's called a diagnosis of exclusion. It just means your muscles are aching. Imagine that. It's like walking into an office, knowing that your muscles ache, asking the doctor what causes it or what it's about or what this mysterious pain all over your body is. And your doctor goes into another room, calls up his friends, and they all mutually agree upon a new term, a name. They even give it an ICD code, a standard of care. And they call it fibromyalgia, which means your muscles ache. And this is what happens. And people eat this stuff up. Do it yourself. Go online and get involved in some fibromyalgia chat room. My God, you want to get depressed? Go do that sometime. And you got all these poor people that have drank the Kool-Aid. They drank the Kool-Aid, the bug juice, man. It's bad. Because supposedly there's no cure. I mean, in classic rheumatology, there's no cure. And fibromyalgia, it's not in an orthopedic neurological zone. It's you get in to managed care and you're coming out with flexoril, some non-steroidal anti-inflammatory for the fact that you ache all over your body. And this is absolutely ignoramusville. And it's not that doctors don't know this, but institutions don't know this. And one of the reasons is we don't have a drug to cure it. You've got to understand, my team, the way it works. No, this is the way it works. I'm talking about 
shrink yourself on down to little birdie's eyes and go into these rooms where decisions get made, and this is the way it works. The way it works is you want research money for fibromyalgia because your family member had it and it debilitated them. Their muscles always ached, and they couldn't really function well. They didn't die, but they lived a half-life for many years, and you want to do something about it. So you write up your grant proposal, and what you find out is you're never going to get your money to study it, unless you can propose a strong argument based on something you already know that purports, that predicts with peer-reviewed certainty that you're, after you get your money to study it, are going to be able to synthesize a pharmaceutical solution. If you can propose it that way, you are getting the dough. Otherwise, Dr. Fauci, and I just use him as stereotype, you ain't getting the money. A fibromyalgia vaccine, that'll make you some money. But you see, fibromyalgia is too elusive. It doesn't fit the kind of medical models that the shingles vaccine does. So no one's been able to garner any money from it. And it's not considered something, you know, if you're in grad school and you want to figure something out, you go to one of your senior team, you know, the older guys in their 70s who were about to retire or kick. And you tell them in your excitement, you know, I've got this thing about, fi I, I think I came to the world to deliver a cure for fibromyalgia. They'll tell you, don't go there. So fibromyalgia from the standpoint of research money is Dudsville. Now, if you go run your Google searches and you do your research on Google, the tower of wisdom that that's become, they're talking to you about magnesium deficiency and malic acid and these anti-inflammatory herbs that make a big difference. And now you're in holistic caca. Because if the MDs can't fix it, you know the chiropractors will and the nutritionists will. And I'm sorry, gang, but we lost perspective on this game. Because you, the public, want a quick fix answer, and holistic medicine is there to give you one with peer-reviewed studies and with all sorts of testimonies by all sorts of people. Let me tell you about people and testimonies. People are so lonely and so unloved and so innocent and so suffering that if you promise them a forum to tell their story They'll hallucinate anything, and I am not kidding you. And usually, in reality, it means something they did for something that you told them to do, like for fibromyalgia, gave them a little bit of relief. And the minute the media picks up on that, and there's money to be made, it becomes a tornado of testimony. And the little guy there that's never had enough love, that's suffered for years, he has an endorphin rush because he's having a Jesus moment. 
and he gets up there and tells you he's cured, he's better. And this moment is so powerful that perhaps the guy's even telling the truth. Consciously, he certainly is. But you track these things, you don't see cures. You don't see the ball moving. These quick-fix fibromyalgia cures driven by holistic medicine after the failure, for reasons I discussed, of allopathic medicine, they don't work either. Well, that's why I do the show, Straight Talk on Health. Because you got to remember the way it was for me. When I looked at it and knew allopathic medicine, rheumatology had no clue, me being, this is 30 years ago, I wanted to fix it through and buy all the things that acupuncture and herbalism and Western nutrition and yoga and this and that and the other thing all told me would do it. And you want to get the job done. And then you find out that the public wants a quick fix. And then you look to your colleagues, the older people in your profession, and they're offering these quick fixes. And they may have made a lot of money. So you in your junior years, junior years in your 30s, say, are certain you just don't know enough. And those other people, they deliver these quick fixes. And the testimonies back that up, you know, like what I just described. Ho, ho. So you spend a decade maybe figuring you just don't know, but it's out there. The quick fix is out there. You have malic acid and magnesium. Trigger point injections are going to make the difference. And all this nonsense. Now I'm telling you the truth. You could take it or leave it. But bottom line is we do this with too many things. I selected fibromyalgia today because it's one of the classics. And as the people in the chat rooms will tell you, they've had it for years. And it ain't going anywhere. Well, where the heck are all these quick fixes that were supposed to do something? How could we have chat rooms all over the world for this stuff and lots of people in them if we really had it down? So what are the quick fix promises made? So let me give you a couple of things because this is why I studied science until I bled. I studied it till I bled so I can tell you, number one, the muscle is a dumping ground. That's what it is. The muscle is the toilet bowl of the body. All the waste that you can't get out, it's an auxiliary toilet bowl, goes into the muscle. So right there, when you discuss toxicities of the body, if you can't get the poison out faster than it gets in, it ends up in the muscle, and what? The nerves pick up on it, and your muscles ache. So there's one thing you have to consider most fundamentally. Number two, God. You know God, right? He has nothing to do with science. He didn't create the human body. It's all about the genes. The genes have nothing to do with God. And if you're a scientist and you talk that way, you're ostracized, you don't get your grant money. And scientists are the worst business people 
mankind ever made. So if they don't live off their grant money or their academic stuff, then they starve to death. You ever run into a 60, 65, 70-year-old PhD that really tried to make a contribution and is living on welfare or something? Yeah, they're out there. I know. I've cried with them. So scientists are very, very leery of understanding these things. Because if they go outside their scope, it could be curtains. God made the muscles of the body to receive all the toxic garbage because the muscle can handle it. The brain can't handle it. If you knew, I could do a whole show on how the brain protects itself from garbage. The blood-brain barrier. I got a buddy that's a pharmaceutical chemist, and his campaign is to discover drugs for cancer that can cross the blood-brain barrier. There's a livelihood. He wants to do it because the brain's so smart, you can't get a lot of chemo drugs across this blood-brain barrier. It's an anastomosis or a confluence of vascular highways that block lots of things that would otherwise go to the brain, like if the brain was the liver or the kidney. So, God was smart when he gave muscles. You can afford some muscle ache. It's better than a stroke. God says, before all the toxins and poisons at your job site, you know, <clears throat> you're an auto body worker. You work at the Long Beach port. You spend half the year in Mexico City, where the pollution's 100 times Los Angeles. And that's pretty good. Go on over to China, up there in the north, cities of 50 million. I've had people in my office from there. You can't see across the street. I mean, man, it is beyond our belief systems. So if you're in an environment like that, and many of us are, Riverside, look at that brown, thick layer out there in our beautiful ocean every now and then. You see that. When you're doing work 50, 60 hours a week in those environments and those poisons are going in your body, the brain says, dump it in the muscles. So the muscles are a garbage dump. Fortunately, you put enough garbage in there and that's it. Now there's a relationship between muscles and organs that means if your liver is toxic like you can't move bile through the liver those of you who don't know what i'm talking about well welcome to the show anyone that listens has some sense of it and anyone that studies the show has every sense of it and anyone that's been to my seminars has way more sense of it but if that liver the filtration system for the body is clogged then that liver is going to aspirate back or vomit back into the blood and into your organs and into your muscular system. Organs refer 
pain to the muscles. Kidneys, liver, heart, lungs, spleen, all of them, when they're not working optimally, a percentage of that congestion is reflexed via the nervous system into the muscular system. We know this. It's called a visceral organ, somatic muscle response. So the viscerosomatics of the body means that you take an organ or two that are off base, just not functioning right, toxic liver, blocked kidneys. I mean, all sorts of ways you can describe this. Your muscles are going to ache. And of course, all the muscles are talking to all the muscles. That's the other thing. We have been deceived. I'll tell you, let me put it to you this way. If I were to say to you, when you're talking to me, I mean me, Medici me, about your neck pain, and I'm working down on your back pain or on places of your body you don't have pain, and you're thinking to yourself, why is he talking to me about the tension behind my knees when I told him the pain's in my shoulder blades? We have been demoted into greater stupidity by falling for the delusion, by falling for the lie that you can afford to work separately on the human body as if the neck is not connected to the feet and the knees are not connected to the brain and everything's not intersecting with everything. We've been deluded into that. Now, here's the punchline. You know why? Because if you have an insurance-based practice, meaning you have people that come in and they go, does Medicare pay? Will insurance cover this? No, it won't. It won't cover it any more than it covered your car. But some insurance policies will pay a little bit. And what they tell the doctor is, if that person comes in with neck pain, we're paying you to work on the neck. And if you do anything after the neck, outside the neck, if you give extra minutes to other places, we're not paying you. So what does the doctor do? The doctor says, well, if I'm not going to get paid to work on muscles outside the site of physical pain that the patient tells me where it hurts, then I'm not doing anything other than that. And so insurance forces the doctor to fall into a delusion. And then we express that to the patient who doesn't know left from right. So you think if your neck hurts, it's the neck. You don't realize everything's connected to everything. You cannot treat fibromyalgia singularly in a single place. Yeah, rub your magnesium cream in. Yeah, rub your massage oils in. Yeah, inject your lidocaines your trigger point therapies. Give yourself 24 hours of relief. Look, guys, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying if you think you're going to be provided a way out of this, forget it. And of course, that's the stepping stone to thinking, well, in the end, I'll just have to live with it. Number one, the muscles are dumping grounds. If they hurt, you have to clean the entire body all the cleanses, all the detoxification, so on and so forth. Then if you've got organs like 
You've got stones in the kidney. You've got kidney sand. You've got a plugged up liver. You've got a scarred liver, a grade two fibrotic. I didn't say cirrhotic, a fibrotic liver. You're 50 and yeah, you had the party years. You did too much for 15 years from age 18 to 33. You're all fine now. Kids are half grown up. Everybody's happy. You ache every single day. That liver's fibrosed. You got to take care of it or you'll have fibromyalgia. Then there's leaky gut. Well, you don't have leaky gut. Yes, you do. We scammed you on leaky gut also. Everybody's got a certain degree of inflammation in the epithelial cells of the intestinal villi. And on that basis, you have to always look at what level of digestive efficacy do you live with? Because if it's like every other American, your muscles hurt because your digestive system's all messed up. The epithelial cells, the gap junctions of the epithelial cells lining two trillion villi are only slightly separated, not tragically, slightly, but that adds to the burden on the muscle because you've got a systemic inflammatory response based upon a little bit of leaky. Got to add that to it. And then last but not least and not last. Everyone profiles out differently in the, in the summation of it because your muscles are a dumping ground because they are one of the body's antennas. You have muscular pain everywhere. So tongue-in-cheek, tongue-in-cheek, last but not least is the nervous system. If you're in a sympathetic dominant state, and you are, if you're in shock and you are, if you've been hiding under a rock because of COVID for two years, you are. If you watch CNN too often, you are, even though could we watch CNN in the future? Isn't that wonderful? The end of that idiocy and all those lowlifes. But if you've been doing that, you're in shock. And shock means the sympathetic nervous system, your autonomic nervous system, is keeping your vasculature, especially your peripheral vasculature, in vasoconstriction, which means your muscles don't get blood, which means no oxygen. Now there, there's just a couple of things that'll drive this. And I could keep going for days. You're not sleeping. The typical American. Sleeping their five hours. Every morning they're tired, but they got to get up. Every evening they got to just put that extra couple of hours on the computer or whatever else. And I'm not knocking it. I'm really not. But it is rather disgusting that something called fibromyalgia has swept our country for a good four or five decades, and that we even call it something, which is just nothing. And we haven't really, really put a dent, given America a perspective on what makes it suffer so badly. So I'm not knocking anything, really. But you've got to get the straight track on this stuff. Otherwise, it's a life of servitude. And in many ways, you're being asked now to live a life of servitude more than ever. The disease rates are skyrocketing. We have to get perspective. Perspective is not 
found at Kaiser Permanente. Perspective is not found with singular therapies puffed up in a way. Whether it's a chiropractic adjustment, an acupuncture needle, a nutritional supplement, singular therapies puffed up in a way where you think it's going to deliver something that costs you little and that delivers big. We can't do this. If our future is really about just being forced to live with delusion, we're done. We are done. All right. That's today's show. Straight talk on health. Don't put the song on yet, Joel. March 6th, I'm doing a seminar. I'm calling together a bunch of people at a local hotel. I have openings. Eventually, I won't. To give you the straight talk, whatever your health concern is. Call 714-850-1007. This is very cost effective. So don't talk to me about the money problem. You got the dough. You just don't know if it's worth it. It's worth it. If this show's made any sense to you, the seminar is this show on steroids. 714-850-1007. God bless you guys. I'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.